Hemshech Chaim Beis, Volume 1, the end of Discourse 26, Teldus. Say the Teldus, so it's the end of Chapter 103. We did the actual Chapter 103, we have to do the end of the Mimer. But, as has become, Minig Yisrael Teruhu, the custom of the land, that we do a little summary. Basically, this mimer was about was about concluding the story that the Svirus tell. And what's the story? After explaining the story that they tell about the containers revealing the energy, like he sums up actually the end of 103. In Asipur, it's number one. That sipur, as opposed to number, number really focuses on kalim, because that's where number is primary, kalim. Even though we spoke misper eiras, that energy also has number, and the higher you go in energy, the higher the number. But the number and energy is not so-called the tangible volume, tangible quantity that we define as number. So pure heart, raw number is primarily in kalim. Sipur, on the other hand, and that is that the containers reveal the air. Let me again qualify. Number also, then the kavan is that the numbers of Elam Hazer, we should reveal the number of Elam Haba, which is why we count. And that we should appreciate the quality. We spoke, spoke there. But obviously, in a story, it's far more apparent that the Kalim revealed the air, which was the whole discussion how an air energy on its own will expire, will ascend back into its source, and containers grounded and revealed. Second thing is that together, the Kalim and the Eiris, what do they do? They reveal Alakus and Elamis, like we spoke about Atsilis. Atsilis, the whole purpose of Atsilis is to reveal. Elokus, to know God, to know the beginning of that through His midness you know what He's like. The God, okay, that's that. And he says in the parentheses a very fundamental. So misper is primarily that is there in order for there to be the existence of the diversity of existence of the universe of the worlds, and sipur is the story. That it should be Gilel Kuzba elements. Okay. Then comes the Baprotis, who says that Sil Shmigal Samach Shovas and Alamas. Then, more detailed, it's the Avis of Sil's energies reveal the hidden thoughts in the words of Rabbi Shemtev, quoted, cited by the Pardis. That's Makeri Hasfiris. That is the root of the ten hidden spheres. That was Machshov and Alama, hidden thought, unconscious thought, or the, what he said, Chochem Betzim. All those ideas where you go into another level, but it's still all wisdom. It's the root of wisdom. It's not accessible easily, but it still reveals it. And it reveals even the etzimachachm. If you remember, through questions and so on, you get even to the deepest. And then the final point is, the final point that it also reveals the flaw, the grandeur, the Ainsif, which was the discussion of this whole mimer 
of revealing that which is uh, beyond. Like you said, Hashemayim Mesapim, you see the Kei Chablikvul in the heavens. And more specifically, when it comes to the spheres, you see the Haflah, we spoke, Primis Habina, the inner understanding where you come to realize through, first through positive thinking, through positive logic. You come to negative logic, meaning that he's not Chacham, so you realize the deeper dimension that's, that is not comprehensible in the first stage, but it's still part of Bina. And in, in the, and that's basically the difference between Das Tachlan and Das Elyon. That Das Tachlan comes to realize Das Elyon. Not just that we're a Yesh, that you exist, and there's a source. And the source is even beyond you, but you come to see it from the other perspective. In Das Tachlan, in our perspective, we can get a sense, basically we see it from, God, from God's perspective, or from the higher perspective. And that is basically two te- levels of Bittl. That's the key here. One level of Bittl is that that the ear recognizes that it's only a reflection, and it's, that it's uh, yeah that's only a reflection, and it's subjugated to the source. Okay, but that's it. But it's an existence. It's a mahutsa mitzias dover, but yet it is dovuk. It's connected, so it's connected to the source. That's bitler. That's not bitlamiti. Bitlamiti, as he began in chapter one or two, which through bitl begins atzmasenisoch. And that is from the above that the real reality is above, and the air, the reflection, is only a reflection. It's a mere reflection. So the whole thing gets turned around. It's opposite. Instead of the air, even the air has a bittle and a bittle to something higher. Here, the whole thing you're completely nullified from the perspective of the source. <coughs> So from the perspective of the Chetzenus of Eir Sof, there still is some type of source for the emanations, because at least the source, and from the perspective of Das Elyon, um, yeah, that's the Primius, there it's, a, it's completely nullified. So we, even in this world, through Atzillus, we can even sense the higher Das Elyon. That's essentially what he's saying here. And uh-huh. in the chapter he says, Rebbe Tov says, Dibur HaMichtav is Dibur is Eir, and Michtav is Kalim. Okay. Dibur means speech, is reveals the hidden thoughts through speech, and through writing, Michtav, like a letter, the Kalim that do the revealing. So you have all the whole picture here that Atzillus reveals that which is above Atzillus and all the levels we just discussed. So I would say that not only does it reveal the Erhab Ligvul from the perspective of Das Tachten recognizes through Yidiyas Hashlila through negating that there is something far higher but it also goes and sees it even from the perspective of the Erhab Ligvul. That's how far we go. See what I'm saying? In Arab League also there's two levels like. Yeah. So to sum it to tie it all together with everything we've learned, so bottom line is that Silas is Gilead Helam. And where's the Khidish? The Khidish is through Tayra Mitzvah, we could also bring this down into this world. And that's the Khidish of Matan Tayra on Priyasela. The Tayra Mitzvah we can recognize the awareness of Atsilas even in our in our existence. 
<coughs> so now we continue. Vapi Hanal Yuvan. According to the above, we will understand We'll understand the beginning, opening verse of the parish, of the disc of the discourse. Which says in the Pasha that the first child, Esav that is, came out red. What's Admeni? So it says Sheshav, he geshept, he, he absorbed or he drew. Dam Nidis. The blood of Nida. The beginning of the Maimir, he also brought the Al Sheikh. What was the Al Sheikh there? He asked the Hakshamarama. Why the Ve'ela? Okay, what's Ve'ela? With Yishmol and Yaakov and all that. Yeah, let me just look back. Yeah, there's a person Yaakov. Yeah. Ve'omer, and the Ramah, the Al Sheikh writes, says, in order for Teir, to Jews, for Israel, to receive the Teir, they had In order for them to receive the Teir, you had to eliminate or stop or, or, the Zuma, the toxics, the toxins, the poison. Tuma. Huh? Pollutants. Pollutants, yeah. Nachash HaKadmeini is a word when we speak about the, the soup. The primordial or primal serpent. The Nachash is, of course, the Nachash in the Ganeiden. Nachashak means it's like a name for that type of original force of, of, of Tumor. The Nachash is essentially the first time we come in contact with, with, a, with a negative force, which sometimes Nachash is the Satan, is the, the Malachamavis, is the Avenging Angels, the, the Justice, so the Yetzirah. It says in the Gemara that the Nachash is there, Sotan, is there, Yetzirah, is there, all the different names. Huh? Malchamovus, right. Angel of death. But here, basically, like you see in the Gemara, I don't know if he's going to bring it here, it says that Pasku Zumasan, by Matan Teda, when they received Teda, it was Zumasan. Once the Nachash, so to speak, it's almost like it, uh, it's like the bite of the serpent. It's really the, the, the poison of the serpent. So here, the bite was not a physical bite, it was that he, uh, the plot. That he persuaded them to eat from the tree. But we call it Zuma. Through that came a Zuma. It entered a, a, a pollutant, as you said, a toxic, a toxins yeah. entered the environment. What's that? I mean, it's still the venom in the world. Yeah. Right. The venom, a venom. Now, which means what? Like you see in the Gemara, for example, just the uh, Gemara says that, uh, that, uh, was it, uh, that uh, Everybody dies because of chet. Chutz mit arba she 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 meisu meit beitiyof shel nachash. Says Moshe and a few others. That the only reason they died because was because the beitiyof because of the the etzah, the plot of the conspiracy, whatever of the of the nachash. Meaning that they on their own they did nothing that would have warranted uh, the inish of death. Yeah, but huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's some that say that, that even that, that, that didn't affect them. The lay mass in general. It's above the basra, I think. So, um, so bottom line is like this. That what does that mean? That the nachash instilled in the world, like it says, after they ate from Shia of knowledge, no, you can't live forever. So the nachash represents, essentially, just to put it in simple English, that if before the Eitz Adas, before they ate from the tree of knowledge, the world was aligned, 
And what you needed was Adam Bukhava, La Avdala Shamra serve, and they wouldn't have to have the, all the all the pains of Panasa, like he says later, but Zayasapacha Techali. They wouldn't have the sweat of your brow to earn your bread. For a woman wouldn't have to go through the birth pains, which means basically all the basic material pains that we experience. Because of the Nachash, what happened was it all got concealed and now no longer is there a natural flow between Ruchnis and Gashmis. So therefore the body cannot forever live. Because now the body has been so-called contaminated. And therefore, the, essentially it's like, think of it like a cup. If there was no evaporation, there's no reason why liquid should run out of a cup. Why, why should a soul leave a body? What's wrong? Why do they just stay together forever? The only reason is because the appliance breaks down. And the soul gets weaker. The appliance breaks down. So the body breaks down. Why does it break down? Because it has its punctures. The punctures come from it yishal nachosh. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I understand. I mean to say, yeah, yeah. And, and, and just as an example, if you put liquid in the cup, unless there's evaporation, there's no reason it should ever seep out, unless there's a hole in the cup. And that's what I'm saying here. So the bottom line is, that's why Tchisamesim is when the repair will take place, then we'll be back, uh, everything will be aligned. So basically, I'm just saying, to explain Nachash HaKadmeni. So what happened, so, so this is all the Alshech. So for, in order for Eden to receive the Torah, for Israel to receive the Torah, you need to stop this Yufsik, this uh, Tumat, this uh, negative, this toxic... Negative energy. Yeah, negative energy, toxins, what do we say, venom, pollutants, all that. Oh, they stood by Sinai, Posca. It stopped, it seized. The Zuma. Zuma is essentially Aramaic for Tuma. That's what Zuma is. Spiritual dirt. The beginning it was like this by the Ovis, by our patriarchs. Shame also Achonalamatan They 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 uh, paved the way, they prepared for Matan for Sinai. Avram through being tested in his, in his in his ten tests, nimrak, it's like a cleansing, miruk, a, a, a cleansing, a like washing out, a a large portion of this uh, of these of these pollutants, so this po- poison, these toxins of the nachash. And in order to give birth to Yitzchak, Yitzchak is tchili yishmal. First had to come yishmal. Shebezen nifru dumi itei hasiyigim vaapselus. Shebezeh, through this, nifru du, separated the sigim, the sigim are like the, like the small, right, the, the, the side, the, 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 like the edge, the, it's like when you, like you have to cut off the, yeah, prune. There you go. Prune, prune the small branches. And psalis is uh, like the 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 waste. Ukmaim Avram Yotzim Men like it says, Avram that Yotzim Men Yishmol Yishmol came out of him. What means Yotza? It says the same thing by Yitzchak. Ace of Yotzim Men Yitzchak. Yotza b'chinas hafrodes hapsalus. You say Yotza. It means that it's like almost removed. It went out of him. It's like expelling it almost. Hafrodes hapsalus, the separation of the psalus. You have this like maybe like the Mishnah says, by wine you you separate it through uh, this thing through the 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 
the peels from the inside by sheep by wheat. You use the sheaf. Different ways. There's different ways that we. Sometimes you remove the psalis from the main from the core. Sometimes you remove the core from the psalis. So it's like peeling an apple, or uh, or in any way where you want to either prune a tree or anything where you want to extract the fruit or the main thing. So there's some outer layers that need to be pruned and so on. Or you get rid of weeds. Yeah. Or you right you uproot the weeds. So after the subsells, kumashikasim makamacher ubesoda hayut sadechlius. So it says there when the Malachim came to Avram, so they sat in the tent. So Sarah stood on the side because she she was dealing with her right her period. So he's explaining here. No, he's explaining the process of how. This was all helping to prepare for Matan Teda. So they had to go through some stages of cleansing here. So Avram, it was Yishmol. So Avram, through, his, through the Nisayans, the tests, most of the toxins were removed. But then he needed to do the final pruning. That came Yishmol. The birth of Yosemim and Yishmol. And by Sada, she had a similar thing. That was that what we talk about. That's why she had Gerich Noshim. Because where does it come from, Dam Nidus? It comes from Zuma Sanoch. So let me just say this. That some Chesedic writes this. It says, Dam Nidus, Lossed Lovi, Tataev. Lossed Lovi will be pure. Because here's the question. If Adam and had not eaten from the tree of knowledge, what would have been the situation? Remember, the reason, why is Dam, Dam Nidus Tome? Because Tuma, negative energy always gathers wherever there's a lot of positive energy. An egg every month has the potential to give birth. So it's not just a, a, an egg. It, uh, it's, it's ready to give birth. And if it doesn't, it's a mini death. So the dam, the blood, is like a, a blood of death. Now, had they not eaten from the tree of knowledge, it said the dam neither would not have been tame. Because she would not have, the whole thing with the pains that she goes through, the pains of birth, the pains of neither for that matter, the whole pains is because there's a dis- misalignment. Why would someone bringing life into this world, such a beautiful thing, have any pain altogether? Because this world and and the lakus are separate, so there's a the pain to bring something beautiful into this world doesn't come easy. So damnida today is tome, not because something wrong with it, not because of dirty people think it's not at all that. It's because of the holiness, because it's a birth, it's a potential life. Had it not been for the eitzadas, it would have been the same thing. There'd be a cycle every month, but the whole thing would be there wouldn't be tumah because there was no nochash involved. You know, some say even that they should give that, that should give birth every month, because it's like the loss of love. He says, "See the isha shetel v'chol yem." Yeah, but regardless, that would definitely not be something that is negative. Negative forces can only come. For example, it says, "It says why is a person become tummy after death?" Because the guf is kaddish. That's why by umaselam, the guf is not tummy, because tumah is just like bacteria. Bacteria gathers with his, with his life. When you go, God forbid, surgery, you need a very sterilized room. You have to be very careful. Why? Because the, when the internal organs are open, that's where they go. They go for where there's the, they go fishing with his fish. You know, something that's arid ground, no one's going for any energy there. Where do you find all the maggots? They go with his moisture, with his life, and they go to eat off of it. But they only go if there's no light shining. 
So here's the paradox. So as long as the neshama is in the body and is giving it life, you see from Gashmis. What, what, we're decomposing all the worms, they all come. Why? Because there's no soul. So now they know it's a vulnerable body. But where do they go? For Kedusha. Where there's Kedusha. That's why in the Holy of Holies, Kedush Kedoshim, even one floor of the Kain Gadol is already like a revav, a begat It's like a piece of dust on your eye. On your hand, it's not much. On your eye, it's very irritating. So wherever there's more Kedusha, this is why also Dam Hu Nefesh. That's why we don't need Dam. So the Rebbe once asked, what do you mean? All food turns into dam. So why? So let's eat dam lechatchila. Why do you have to eat food and break it down and become blood? So that's a dam hu anefesh. It's 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 kedusha. That's its reason. It's left life itself, and therefore klipas gathered there very quickly, and uh, and, and therefore it's the same thing with hair. By the way, covering of hair by women, by men, a beard. So this talks about it at length. I'm actually in the middle of writing an essay about it. The whole reason you cover the ruchni is the reason because hair is like klipa. But as long as the hair is protected in the right in Kedusha Dika situation, it's fine, it's fine, but it's mostly mechen. So it's very susceptible to lice, even Megashmis, and also to spiritual contamination. Wherever there's a lot of energy, sexuality, for example, the most energy of all, because the power to give life, the power to recreate what God created, always has the biggest challenges. Huh? Yeah. So there you have both the biggest Yetzirah and you can have the biggest beauty. So the same thing is here. So... so so basically, we're saying is like this: that. So I just want to ask, why is the thing Because look, God said the, the contract was like this: I put you in Gan Eden, I'll provide for you. You ne- you need to do one thing: lo of the l'shamra, ramach all the different explanations. Do your aved, learn nigla, learn chsidus, whatever it was other machav had to do. Yeah, and they had to just, and that was it. And 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 why? And and, and Bimele, since you're doing the kavana, I'll provide for you. You'll have your meals. You'll have everything you need. But now that they went off on their own agenda, and said, now you know we want to become whatever. The, however you explain etzadas, they were going to become like God, or they want to know good and evil, or the different explanation. I mean, Chassidus made nevuchim. Basically, they began. To, they tasted. They became conscious of themselves. They're not like children, ladies by shushu. Now they became aware of themselves, and now oh, you, ha- you have your own agenda. So irrigate, you, you uh, go, go figure out how to make parnasa. I'm not going to do it for you. And uh, and and then the it's struggle. It's it's sibur mesubav. The didn't punish Adam just as Eibush Amedel b'zeis apechotechalachan. It's direct. I mean, this, this talks about it. I mean, I usually explain it the way I just did. You know the, the joke, whether this atheist scientist says to God. And Moshe says, "If God, if you really exist, oh, you want to talk about what?" No, he says, I, um, they, tell, "They say you created the earth and you created the whole world. I can do the same thing. I go to a laboratory. I'll take together this, this. I'll mix it all up, and I'll also create life." Okay, God says, "Go ahead." So he takes earth from the ground, and he's gonna, he says, "Well, no, no, no. Go get your own earth. You know, he's going to take earth and then mix it with the chemicals." So, so the point being is, if you're doing you know, like he says, We learned earlier. If you know that the bracha comes from above, and the only reason you're working is because to be make a channel, Gashmis, a keli, or to channel it into Gashmis, it's clear. But once you think, you create your own, you write your own script. It's like you write your own, uh, your own, what is it called? Your, your, huh? It's expression in English, what is it? Uh, you write your own... Uh, yeah, your story. So then, 
I mean, that's a Siba Mesubba, so that's what it is. But says now the Birur is, we have to spend so many hours, more time, busy, we make a Parnosa, and we have a little time full of the Lushamur. That's what it comes down to. Now, everything, obviously, everything is Yerid, said Chaliyah, so there's a Kavon in that. So now we're Mavadar, the deeper Netsutsas, etc. Huh? Okay, now I meant to say, I'm talking about after Chet Tzadas. Yeah. But now, but we're still in the Psyche. The psychology of, 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 of you know, we're still post Eitzadas thinking. We don't think like it was before. So anyway, so let's go back here. So he's saying, That's so Zuma Sanochish. So the poison, the, the, the venom of the serpent that caused them this, caused Damnidus, meaning, she's talking about the negative Damnidus, the tomb of Damnidus of Sarah. Of a woman of Sarah. Valkain ha Yitzarachlis laid this Yitzchak dafke la'achre. Shechadal, that's how you pronounce it? Chadal. Chadal. After it seized. Yeah. So there you go. Laid this Yitzchak came after it seized. And then there's another thing. Wow, this is the whole story. And Valkotza Sigim to remove. The, Well, but that Chadol means to stop. Because she went there because she was, because it seems like it started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the reason they usually say why the Pasuk says it is because they came to tell Absurd of Yitzchak. Right. Right. Yeah, that it began and resumed. So maybe Chadol means resumed. Well, you have to say one second. No, no, no. The thing is like this. No, no, because Yitzchok was born. Obviously, when, if, she, if, if she if she was a nidah, he wasn't born from that. He's born when she was no more. Uh, right. There we go. Now another step. So we have here Evram's nishenus, Sarah's nidas, nidam nidas, and now to get rid of the last siyogim, the last sigim. The last uh, so-called um, extra stuff, branches, Shanisha the boy that remained in him, Hamiruk needed to have the cleansing of the Akeda, the binding. that he was bound. Because remember, at the end of the day, he wasn't sacrificed, he was bound. That that was needed, that type of iskashus. That you're ready to do it. That was the Nisoyan. Are you ready to do it? Not to do it. That's what we say, Akedis Yitzchak. Because the Abish said, the Abish could have sent the Malach to say, you know what, before you started binding him, don't do it. But no, you're bound, he's on the Mizbeach, ready to go. That was the Miruk. And another thing that also came out of Yitzchak, came Yitzchak, here too, that exited and separated the, the waste. V'gam Shav is Dam Hanidis Mirivka. Okay. And like he just said, that I'm all, that I also said in the beginning here, Shem Psikta, Yatse Admaini, Sheshov is a Damnidis. So Esav, he's connecting it all. All the Damnidis, all came from Chet Sadas. So Esav, Shav, he drew the Damnid, the blood of the Nidah from Rivka. And then Yaakov came out clean and refined, pure and refined. Here we go. 
So we have here the whole story of the Achonah Tamat and Teda, from Alazaitan here. In other words, it goes like this. I'll just speak about it very specifically. It's beautiful. What you have is like this. First of all, the world is aligned. Then the sin caused the first concealment. We know generational, generation, more and more concealment. Remember seven generations? Tzlavram. And the Shekhinah goes further and further from the earth. More and more concealed, right? Like in Basilegani. Then comes Avram and he begins the process to reintroduce the divine into existence. So he begins to reintroduce the God. But there's still plenty left over. So through, through his tests, he gets rid of a lot of the waste and all the darkness that was that, uh, that, uh, the, the product. The, the product that was produced due to the collateral damage and the fallout of Chetet Tzadas. But it's not complete. So now is a process, generational process, of doing the, the cleansing, all to prepare for Matan Torah, where we'll completely eliminate it, only to return, by the way, through the Chet Egel, I should mention. So here's the process. After Avram's test, so we still have this Sigim. So what are they? First thing is Yishmol, Yotz Memero. So Yishmol was a certain type of cleansing. Because Yishmol was Chesed of Avram. It doesn't say the details how, but clearly Yishmol was a form of further separating the separating and refining. Then by Sarda was the seizing of the Damnida, which came from the serpent. And then the birth of Yitzchak, which is again another stage. And there his removal of his extras, the, the, the branches, that came through the Akedah. And then Esau, then he gave birth him in the Yerufka to Esau. Esau is also, like Yishmol, another step of cleansing. And Esau is what is taking from Damnida, just like by Sarah's Damnida in addition to the Akedah. I'm sorry, in addition to the Ten Tests. And then now we have Yaakov comes after Admaini. Yaakov comes out. In the most the most refined of them all, which is why by Yaakov it doesn't say Yatsim Emenu. I don't know if he's going to say that. Yeah, but it's Shlema. Yaakov now is Mitoshe Shlema. That's why his all his children was no Yatsim Emenu. Some places it says Chizis. What means Yatsim Emenu? Because Esav, I'm sorry, Avram, and this is a little connected to what we spoke about Yishmal, the beauty of Yishmal. Avram is Chesed, love. Yitzchak is Gvura, discipline. Each on their own are beautiful, but they, if they're not checked, they can lead into Yotzim Emenu, Yishmal, too much Chesed that's unchecked. By, by Yitzchak, too much Gvur is unchecked, is Esau, Yishmachama, warrior. You need to ferris the balance. How do you get to the balance? So clearly it's through a refinement process. So everything here is, a, is a basically a market correction, and a type of healing process. All of the Eitz all to prepare for Matan Torah when the entire toxins of the serpent will be removed. So now he goes after Yaakov. So now he goes to Ela Teldus. Here we go. And this is the meaning of Ela. The Ela Teldus, when it says with Avav, it means it adds to what was said before. When you say Ela Teldus without, uh, without Avav, it's Paisla Sarashen. So what's the meaning here? The Kamoish Avram Yatsuman Yishmal Bishril Yitzchak. That just like it was by Avram, that Yishmol came first in order to do a cleansing, in order to prepare, in order for Yitzchak to emerge. Kamei came be Yitzchak, Yatsim, Menei, Yaakov. 
Same thing by Yitzchak. He came first. Esav. Esav emerged first in order. In order for Yaakov to he should come out pure and clean. It's like cleaning out the channels. It's like refining. Example would be, for example, today. Some people, their job is to refine the environment, create civilization. So then you can bring kedusha into it. If you have a, you know, you say, Tshuva comes before Tshuva What does that mean? Simple English. You buy a new house. And uh, I'm sorry, you, you, you move into a new house, but the house is full of dust. You're not going to bring new furniture and new uh, things until you clean it out. So the first step is you have to clean it out in order to bring in the pure. If you don't, bring, if you don't clean it out, the pure will become dirty. So that's what's going on here. So in order to... That, that in order, that's what he's saying, that Yishmael, just like Yishmael leads to Yitzchak, Esav uh, leads to um, Yaakov. That's going to be the Eil HaTeldes. What was, remember the question was, Eil HaTeldes, why Eil HaTeldes Yitzchak, which is Yaakov, is a follow-up to the children of Yishmael. The. So the, so the initially he said the reason is because you're talking about Esav, but there's also Yaakov. That was initially. Rashi, Peter, tells Yaakov, Esav, but you still have Yaakov to deal with. So he's saying no. Also for Yaakov you need the preparation of Yishmael and the preparation of Yitzchak. Just, uh, just uh, what was in balance right after Martin Terry? He said you, you needed uh, to, if, if there's too much chesed uh, uh, Yishmael came out. Too much more Esav came out. So what happened by uh, the world is still not perfect. It was a, it was a moment. For a moment, we had balance, and then in Abchir, they, you know, Martin Taylor, with the the they had the option. Had they been all right, they would have continued. Mashiach would have come. It was one of those opportunities yet again. So Martin Taylor was a moment. In time where heaven met earth, we say, you know, the spirit entered into the world of matter, and and everybody was refined, and you went back to a state like it was pre Eitz Adas. And then when they built the eagle, they re brought, they reintroduced. So that's where Paskus of Mosan and all and the Same question you could ask before Eitz Adas. How is the Fshadis that other Machava ate from the tree? The real, the Free will is not taken away, never, ever. But the real thing was that I think that the counting of the sphere before the Torah was more like the process of uh, refinement. Because he just gave us a blast. That day, you know? That's another aspect. That's, he's not talking about that right now, but that's, yeah, it's all part of the process. He's talking here the earlier stages by Avram Yitzhak Yankov, how they, right. how they prepare. Yeah. Same idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottom line is free will is not taken away. And still, Elam has it with a big symptom. Symptom addition didn't disappear. But you know, the, 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 even before Eitzadah, there was a symptom. The fact that there was even a Nochesh that could talk to them tells you that uh, there was a fertile ground for options. Um, so there's no question God sets it up with a symptom addition and creates a concealment and it's all that. But it's all up to a person to choose. <coughs> Okay, all the different explanations, but at the end of the day is, but it affected us all. Yeah. One way or another, Aaron got involved, and the whole, it was a mess. 
It was one, Adam and Chava were two individuals, but they carried in them, you can imagine the Yitzhahara of 7 billion people today. So they're pretty, yeah, because the, because the stakes were very high. So you can imagine. Look, sometimes it says, had they waited three hours to make Kiddush, according to the opinion that it was grapes, it's a das, everything would have been fine. But three hours, when you know the Yitzhaharas knows what's at stake, and it's billions of Yitzhaharas, we can't handle even our Yitzhahara. Imagine what they had to deal with. No, I never heard that. The Gemara says, "How could you say that?" This Eliyahu Mashishi. But he has to have a source. The Rebbe didn't say such kedushin. Is there a mocker for that? Is there a medrash? If it's a mistake, the Rebbe will never say such thing. If there's no medrash, the Rebbe doesn't make up such thing. It's not. You can't make that. But where, how did the, where did the Rebbe take that from? It has to have a source. There's no way the Rebbe could say that without a source. But there has to be. The Gemara Sanhedrin says this hour, this hour, that right. hour. So the Rebbe is changing the. Is there a medrash that says otherwise? The Rebbe is not going to make up a medrash. It's not. It's not mufrach. I wouldn't look for a sikh. I'd look for a medrash. If a sikh recites him, I don't ever heard that. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not. I don't. I don't even think it's possible. Even a pidrushi can't say that. <laughs> the, the Rebbe, the Rebbe, there's no such thing. Does he have a book where the sikha is? If it's printed, there's going to be a source for such a thing. There's no such thing without. He's saying that the eight sadas did not happen that first Friday. Now, in other words, lapdafka that happened the first Friday could have happened the Friday. But who? But there has to be a source for such a thing because every all the mafarshim say, all the midrash, everyone says it's that Friday. I never heard such a thing, and I would, I'm not be surprised if there's a medrash. The medrash, I'm sure, will explain itself. Look, if you see what you saw, I, I, and later you see in the riot, I, I can't say I, 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 it doesn't exist. I was also baffled by it, but... Uh, but what do you mean baffled? Why don't you look for a source? I, mean, I, I keep telling you, there's no such thing without a source. Miller made it up? No, no, I just don't remember offhand where the sikha is. Yeah, everything he takes is from a sikha, so the sikha will have a source. There's no... I don't remember a sikha ever saying anything, anything close to something like that. It goes, it goes against all the things. The first Shabbos, the Tshuva, Rosh Hashanah, a thousand things. I mean... Uh, Here's the Indian now. What's the Indian in all of this? Is an order for Tera, which is through Tera comes the Dasa. Remember we learned before, there's Matan Tera and Briya Salem. That creation on its own, reveals a divine that's within creation, but you recognize there's a source. Matan brings a perspective from the from above. That's why, that's why through Tehra Mitzvah you can get that perspective also down here on earth. She says like this. So since Tehra, through this, says, that this is the revelation of the core of the infinite divine, as we spoke earlier, there's no way you can get that perspective on its own. You have to eliminate the the, the, the toxins. Like similar to what it says in the which was also cited earlier. If you remember, this was was the the effect of ak on our worlds. Yeah. So he says like this. What does it say? In order for there to be revelation of the Yusei Da'ak, which is 
the Yisrael is the Svirish Yisrael, the foundation, or the, bond, the bonding, the Skashtu Savak, Tzarechlis Havores HaOrla. Toks Debashminis, Mila, Bris. You need to remove the blockage, the Orla, foreskin. But it means literally, Orla is like, it's, 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 you know, it's like uh, you need to open the channel. Vigam Er Hadak Befriya. And also, as we know by the Bris, also Er Hadak, which is the thin layer of skin, membrane. Uh, the membrane, Bepriya, when you, um, when you, uh, how do you translate Priya? Malvale Pora. Um, you peel back at the end of the yeah, by the bris. So basically, it's an opening of a channel. So that's an example for what we're saying here. You can't have this revelation from Dasalian if you don't first unblock. Like I said before, you got to clean out the room before you bring in anything pure. It's on a, on a psychological level. If your mentality is still consumed by fighting, let's say, a battle. We spoke about Mashiach. You're fighting the, the Zuma, the poison in your life. You're not exactly going to be conducive. Suddenly you're going to have a perspective of Das Elyon. You're basically barely, barely dealing with Das Tacht. You're dealing, dealing with your life. So you have to get rid of, eliminate the negative. It's like we say about El and Tishrei often. First you need a preparation of cleaning up. And then you can have new higher revelations. It says, sometimes the answer why we don't see reward in this world, it says because in this world you don't see reward for a mitzvah. This is one of the answers given actually to the, the Akhir there about uh, when he saw when he saw that uh, person died even though he honored God, he honored his parents and he was uh, fulfilled the mitzvah of Shalukha Khan. So one of the answers is because we don't see the reward for mitzvah in this world. The reward for mitzvah in this world, leka. I thought those were the exceptions. I thought those were the exceptions. It's an opinion. We saw this 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 circus. Somebody fell off the balcony. Always Yeah, unfortunately we saw plenty of it. It's not the only opinion. I'm just saying he's bringing here example. One second, let's see why. Why is that? Why should this world not be a conducive? Why can't we have schar in this world? According to this opinion. Because as long as there's nega, nega is a membrane. Nega is a outer, you know, nega literally means, you know, nega is the word used by Yecheskel. Um, yeah. But nega in this case is more like a shell that conceals while it reveals. Ef is a era mitzvah. So as long as there's the mitzvah of nega, which is like a block, you can't have the revelation of the core energy of the mitzvahs. Kim kashayiv v'chad charuv. It says after shit al fishnin, after six thousand years v'chad and one thousand will be charuv, which means will be destroyed. So this explains charuv doesn't mean destruction; it means the elimination of the material membrane, the material blockage. Then the shchar mitzvah can has a has a place to 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 uh, manifest. V'zel ve'elamesiv, and this is the meaning of ve'elamesiv with the vav shetzarich lisafra. This upsel is the first. We need the separation of the ways. B'kdei shiya gilu d'teira, in order for there to be the revelation of teira. V'zel shu b'shvil Yaakov, and this is the meaning that's been wrote. That this is for Yaakov. No, it's ve'ela tell us not just for Esav. It's for Yaakov. The proceeding of Yishmal. 
Because Yaakov, Shehu B'chinas HaTeri. Yaakov's Teri, but because of Yoakim Edes B'Yaakov. Some Teri B'Yisrael. So it says, Yoakim Edes B'Yaakov. Yaakov is the level of Teri. V'zer ve'elot ha'elot shesuk d'tel d'sein, shal tzadikim hen Teri o ma'esim Teri. This is the meaning of Teri Shitsuk, like Rashi brings there. It's going now. These are the offspring. Of Yitzchok Teri D'sein, shal tzadikim, the offspring, the fruit of tzadikim are what? Are Teri, Teri, and ma'esim Teri, and good deeds. Good actions. So he's adding also this now. That's So in order for there to be tailed you need to first get rid of the psalas, the the waste and the extras and the blockages and all the extra the shells and the husks and the peels and the layers. Oh man, do we have a lot of cleaning to do? Yeah. Is the modern name? Yeah, I think so. Who's modern name? No, Pinchas Karitzer. Modern name. It's one of the Talmudim of Baal Shem Tov. So the expands. The space of holiness, a domain of holiness, right? That means to the birudim, through our refinements, which is the level of das tachten. So first you have to begin with das tachten. You live in this world, and you first begin with the yesh that I exist, and you begin the process of refinement. That's the birudim that leads. That bit la yesh. That's birud. And that is what brings to Machiv Elamesif, that's Machiv that expands the domain of, of holiness, by, of sanctity. And this is what Ashi says. Elotelis, what's Elotelis? Because it doesn't start right away, it says Avram Helid and so on. Avram gave birth. This is Yaakov Esav Hamurim Bapash. Referring to Yaakov and Esav that are dis- discussed in this chapter. The Esav who Shemesif al Yishmo. Esav, he added to Yishmael on Yishmael, Ba'frodes Apseles, through the removal, separation of the waste, to Zogam Kimbishvil Yankiv. Which is also for Yaakov's purposes. For Yaakov, Ubchinis Yud Ekev, he's saying many different things here, just mixing it all together. Okay, because, you know, so bottom line, the El is both for Esav and for Yaakov. For Esav was the first level of Birur, as he spoke. <laughs> then came the next level of Birur and refinement was for Yaakov. Yaakov is the letters Yud. Ekev. Yud is the name of Hashem. Ekev means the heel. That's what Yud Ekev is. The Yud. Shemavaralamata. Shabazem Mesiv Marchiv Makim Agdusha. So Yisrael, we talk Yisrael, we talk Yaakov's name is an exalted name. It's a higher name. But here's not, he doesn't have that name yet. So this is, means Yaakov, Yud, Yaakov is how. how he comes below and he's massive and he adds with the words of the Moira Naim and expands the domain of holiness. Is that what? Yeah, that's Rashi, yeah. Well, he has to use Yaakov because that's what the Israel doesn't come till later. There's no Israel yet. That's his name that he's given at birth. Remember, he comes, why is he called Yaakov? It's also Gishmak because he holds on to his Akiv. Akiv Avesav. So it's again bitter. So it's like through the Yishmol coming first, that mainly from the Dam. Exactly. So, and that's the Yud Ekev.
is Das Tachten. Remember, this whole preparation for, for Das saying a Matan Teda comes from a preparation of Das Tachten. That's what he's really saying here, essentially. Okay? Let me just see this again. Go back here. Yep. Let's continue. This is what it says, Avram. Yeah. That Yitzchak is the son of Avram, and Avram gave birth to Yitzchak. The Hini Yitzchak Kubchinis Hayira. Kumashukasav Upachad Yitzchak. Yitzchak is the level of respect, of awe. I don't use fear because fear is a negative connotation. Like it says, Upachad Yitzchak. And the fear. The trembling or the fear of Yitzchak. And it's known there are two types of, let's say, fear or awe, respect. Like that, there's the lower yira, the lower awe, the lower respect, and a higher level of awe. The lower yira is the level of das the perspective from below that you exist and you come to recognize is something greater. Yerilah is the perspective from above. That's what it says, Yitzchak based palm. Ela tell this Yitzchak, Yitzchak. What's the expression there? Ela tell this Yitzchak. Even Avram, Avram, Ela this Yitzchak. How do you explain what this perspective from In fear, you could have fear or awe that comes, so-called, from um, external. I mean, I don't want to use yirus einish intentionally, but let's use it for example. If somebody avoids going somewhere because they're afraid of the implications, and the yirus law is not because they're afraid of something, but because they just stand in awe of something that's beyond them. I just said. You didn't hear my end of the sentence. Professor, listen. When you're a yesh, so what's the motivation that you're going to have some type of awe for something that's beyond you? It's because through a process of elimination, you're here, and you realize, it doesn't have to be a negative thing, but the yesh comes to realize it through, from, from below, it recognizes something as uh, higher than itself. It could be also through realizing, I'm inferior to that level. Das Elian looks at everything from another perspective. Das Elian sees, as we said, the divine is reality and existence is the novelty. Right? So what, what is that? That's already you're recognizing the grandeur of the divine. The divine is a completely different level. Oh, das Elian is looking up in this case. Das looking down. Da- no, Das is the perspective from above. When someone... But he's looking down. No, no, no. It's the person. It's a veda. When we we have two levels of how we we can perceive things from das tachin, or we can have a taste of das elyon. We're not talking about God. We're talking about us. There's two that level. Das elyon is also for us to reach a level of our perception. When we have a higher perception that the reality is God, and we are complete reflection, that's a, you you come to a level of your love, higher awe. Right. Yeah, I understand. So, so what's the question? I, I don't understand the perspective of Das Tachkin having that perspective unless he's looking up. While, while looking down, I don't understand. You know, the whole point of here is that we have two levels of Aveda. We, 
We can see it from below. No, you don't understand. You're, not, you're repeating it wrongly. You're not hearing what I'm saying. We see it from the perspective of below, and then we could also have a sense of how they see it from above. And when we have, yeah, and when we have that sense, that's the beginning of chapter uh, 103. He says, We also, The whole point is we can come to also have appreciation of how the Bligvul sees the Gvul. We, can, we down below have that appreciation. Okay, that's the whole point of this whole discussion here. I don't know what to Forget about your law. Do you understand that there's a way that we have a perspective of Das Tachten and we can also have a perspective of Das Elyon? That you understand? Not in terms of, of, of your law. Well, no, no. Well, I just asked you. I didn't ask you about Yira. Do you understand that we can have a perspective from below and we see we're the Yesh and we realize there's an Ayin. Then we can also have a sense that above is the Yesh and we're the Ayin. That you understand? And that results in two types of year, these two perspectives. One is a lower one, and one is a higher one. Two types of bitl. Two types of bitl. That's the whole thing is pointing. It's a bitl that you only feel, like I said yesterday, there's a bitl where you feel the presence of the king, you feel completely uh, subjugated. But when you're on your own, you don't feel subjugated. That's das That's one level of bitl and yira. Then there's another perspective. Even on your own, there's no on your own because you know you're completely nullified in the presence of the divine and the existence of the divine and that brings a high level of bitl. Spoke two levels of bitl in air. That was the whole discussion. Here is bitl at the end of the day. Two levels of bitl. Like Yehud Tata, Yehud Allah. Okay. This is why it says Yitzchak twice. The first one is a lower year. The second is a higher year. So this that he just discussed, these two stages. Well, he discussed the stage of what? The stage of first that you need to have refinement. This is also the one of the and then, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. These two stages that we found by Yitzchak. The first you need the refinement of Esav. First you need the first you need the lower refinement in order to bring the elimination of the poison of the of the fumes, of oh, not the fumes. Yeah, fumes is also good of the venom. You said whatever. In order to bring the dasalian, the higher perspective, is also the two times Yitzchak. One is the Yitzchak, and second the Yirilov. Avram upchines Ava. Avram is love. Yes, but Ava gam came based madregas, and Ava love has also two levels. Ava Salem and Ava Rab. So here too, you have also twice Avram. You have Yitzchak ben Avram, Avram hailed this Yitzchak, Avram hailed this Yitzchak. So also Ava Rabba is a high Rabba. Rabba means an intense love. Ava Salem is love of the world, meaning it's related, it's limited love. Here we go. Avaselam means why the love that comes through the comprehension of chiyuv of the the direct logic. That's a love that's commensurate. That's rational love. 
you, you observe the world and you come to realize that it's that there's a divine force in it. And the higher the intense love that comes through the negative, the negative, um, right, the process of negation, the ne- um, right, the, the the comprehension of. Maybe indirect comprehension, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The indirect, and the awareness of the awesomeness, the grandeur, the eminence of the divine energy, the infinite divine. And the order of things is first you begin with Yiratata and Avaselam. And then you begin then you come to Avarab intense love and higher this higher level of awe. This is the meaning Yitzchak ben Avram, The first it says Ela tell this. It's first Yitzchak ben Avram, Yiratatov, Avaselam. They're the lower perspective, Yediyasachiyuv. And the positive way of knowing the divine, from understanding something. Then comes Avram, Heladis Yitzchak, Avarab, Yirilah. Now you have, you have reached Avarab, Yirilah, Shin Yediyasachiyuv, Chinis Dasalya. And now you've come to a point of, through the, through the negating and saying, no, he's not a Chacham. The God is beyond it all. And this brings you. To to the higher perspective. How do you say what? Have you seen reflective in the language? What do you mean? Yitzchak ben Avram. And then Avram held this Yitzchak. You mean the order that. The order is obvious. I mean, look, Yitzchak ben Avram, you could say Yiratata is a child of Avasalem. When you when you love existence, but not, no, sorry, when you come to a love that's with, from existence, from the reality, that gives birth. That's Yitzchak ben Avram, that leads you to Yiratata. And then Ava, when you come to thinking in the negative, the Yudhis Ashtil, you come to realize, you come to an intense love that brings, Halid, births, Yirilah. A higher level of bitl. That's how I would say it. This is mean these are the offspring of Yitzchak. In order for there to be the revelation of Torah, which is Dasalian. You need to separate the evil, and the waste, and also the refinement He's summing up the Mayranaim now also. Summing up the whole piece. That you add, you expand the domain of Kedusha, of, of holiness. For who inyan Yaakov, ve'esav amurim b'pasha. That's the inyan of Yaakov and Esav that are stated in this chapter. For Yitzchak ben Avram, v'avram heldez Yitzchak, hem b'chines das tachten v'ez das alien. These two things, Yitzchak ben Avram, avram heldez Yitzchak, one is the lower perspective, the other is the higher perspective. V'idiyas achiv, v'idiyas achlil, which is to the positive, direct inference. Direct knowledge, through indirect or inference. All this 
the spheres of Atzilus reveal. And the Gili initially is not Silas. And through Teda, we draw down this revelation also below. Could you, interesting could you like say in a nutshell, uh, you know, when, if you're learning the Rashi, it says, And people look at it and say, nobody understands what that means. So There's the different explanations. Right. The word explanation here. I don't know if he's coming directly to answer that question. I don't think it was one of the questions at the beginning of the No, but, but still, it does, you, do, you do get an answer here, because here's the story. Yeah. To answer this question, you have to ask another question. Because remember, Rashi is saying it on the words of Eila tells us. Okay. The pastor's reason Rashi says it is because it doesn't say right away Yaakov and Esav. It doesn't say Eila tells Yitzchok, Yaakov and Esav. It says Eila tells Yitzchok, and Avram Eila Yitzchok, and then goes a whole few psukim that they didn't have children. So you read it, you, you know, it's like, I mean, the poshet poshet pshat is that usually it says, Ella tell this, and right away you give a list of the children. Here you don't have the, 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 the here you're not really saying the names of the children, you're saying the process that they, it should have said, technically, that Yitzchak and the second poshet, Yitzchak and Yitzchak couldn't have children, so they were misbowel, and then they had children. You say, Ella tell this, it's like you're almost listing it. And it's very, very uh, similar to just a few verses then the Chayasada, Ella tell this is small. So, so, so let's start with the first question. So, what is, so Rashi is really coming to really answer here. The question is how he's answering it. And why is the Tater put it this way? Like Eilu tell this near Neyach. It also says you know, the Shem Chom Viyofis, etc. So here we go. Eilu tell this. But the next pasuk. Okay, okay, fine. Eilu tell. There's a lot of sikhs on this, but let's talk how he speaks here. So the Eilu tell this with the vav comes to tell you that there's a continuation of Eilu tell this So the the beard pnimi here, which he's explaining, saying he goes like this. The Eilu tell this Yitzchok, Yaakov, Esav, Hamurim Pasha, That's a continuation of Eilu tell this because through Yishmal refinement it brings to refinement of Esav, and through Esav brings to the refinement of Yaakov. Yud Ekev, Yaakov is Yud Ekev, which he trans, trans, the Yud refines the Ekev, which its purpose is to reveal the Tered Das Elyon. After you have the Birut of Yishmol and Esav, Das Tach. That's how I would read the Rashi. So the answer, therefore, is El Tel this Yitzchok, El Tel this Yaakov and Esav. These are the Teldas, this is the produce, the product of the Birut of Yishmol and Esav. Which leads to Yaakov Hamurim Bapash. And then continues Avram Heli the Sitzchok. The Sitzchok Ben Avram, that comes through Ben Avram. Esav is the produce? One of the first level. He says that first comes the produce of Esav. He's more refined than Yishmol. And then comes Yaakov out of that. Right here, there's a line that says that right there. He says like this. By Rashi, by the Rashi. He says, because Yaakov is a Muslim, the ace of who shall make a small buffalo. So, I think it's the ace of Correct, but Yaakov is the, is, the, is the next level. Yaakov is, is actually being most of the in the domain of Kedusha. It's not another refinement like Ace of this. Okay, so. That's fine. 
Correct. No, no, not the idea of Shlila. No, no, not the idea. Das Tachten, das Alien, Yeah, but even Yaakov is Das Tachten initially. That's what he said also because it's the Akif. Okay, good, fine. Okay. Do the kitchen. You still have, you still, you got it? We're not talking about God, having God's perspective here. We're talking about us reaching that higher level of bittel. Like I said, the story, the story where the chassid and the non-chassid, the question was, I think about God all the time, and he thinks about myself, he's about himself all the time. So you can think... You know, you exist, I exist, and then we wonder where does the soul go after death, and where is God? And you come to realize there's a God that put you here. But you still exist. God is far more powerful. And if God wants, in one second, I can disappear. But right now I'm here. So that, that's a level of respect, and a level of awe, like you said, like, an, like a level where the world, like the creature, recognizes the, crea- the creator. But that doesn't mean you totally don't exist. It means you absolutely exist, but your existence, you're subjugated. That's it spoke at length, that level of Aveda. Okay, that, so that's the Ha'ar, and there he goes even further. Even the divine force within the Yesh is also Mitzvah's Dov, because it's giving life to this existence. So, and you have a comprehension of it. So all this still gives you respect. You respect, but it's like, you know, saying... I respect you, God, and I'm here, but I'm here. Then there's, you get a sense, one second, maybe my whole existence is completely really nullified in the sense, why? Because the reality is that's reality. And this whole thing is not reality. Really, God is reality. The question is whether we exist. So yes, the Torah says, Bereshit is Baruch Lekim. But then you come to realize the whole different, that my whole reality, my whole existence, not like I coexist with Him and He's my Creator, that I'm completely, only, a, only a force of the divine, and that's a much higher bittel. That bittel we also can reach. That's what Atzilus teaches us to come to that bittel. So, Atzilus first teaches us about esosphere agnosis, that the artist wants us. So you're not just on, on your own. Your your structure is divine structure, but that doesn't take you to Bligvul. That doesn't take you to the grandeur of it. That's like we said, Chachenius Habin. That's Yudias Hachiyuv. You know, you, you understand. I have Chachma. So God has far greater Chachma. Infinitely greater Chachma. But He still has Chachma. He's still, like He said, the unconscious wisdom. The core wisdom in the soul. But it's still wisdom in the soul. Then you come and say, one second. Through, you say, one second. You come to Yishlil and you say, oh, all this is still not Him. He's beyond Chachma. He said before, that itself gives you appreciation of the... When we're dealing with Chachmah here, this is a divine force. It just looks like Chachmah. And that divine force, you suddenly become in awe of the grandeur of it. Instead of instead of it just being my source of existence, which is also great, it's much more, it's beyond my source of existence. You realize the, the, the what he said, the flaw of it. The sheer 
grandeur of the divine. And each sphere reveals a different element of that. So it's like we said, you can look at the same thing, two people can look at the same thing, one person sees its parameters and understands it and analyzes it and dissects it. The other person sees, wow, this is a you know, divine expression of something. You can find, find, you can find many examples for it. You know, I'm thinking some abstract examples. No question you can find examples. Like, for example, let's take nature. You know, we, we learn much of science comes from nature, studying nature. You know, a camera copies the human eye. An airplane is a bird. We, we extract many things. We learn symmetry. You know, architecture, for example, one of the most efficient uses of space we learn from bumble, from bees. Hexagons. A, a, a bee nest is a hexagon. Because hexagons don't leave any empty space. You know, if you make circles... There's going to be space. Circles can't touch each other. But hexagon fits into perfectly. So there's a lot of architectural things. So we learn a lot of things. I'm, 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 coming, I'm saying this for a reason. See, from all this, you realize the wisdom of nature. You can learn tremendous wisdom. But this doesn't make you bottle mitzis. This is bit layesh at best. Why? Because you're understanding God's wisdom in all of this. But imagine a person says, you know... When I study, let's say, let's talk about the hexagons of the bees. You come to realize, one second, who, who, how do you come up with this in the first place? Not talking about how to make a better building and use space in a more efficient way. And you come to realize this is a reflection of a divine brilliance of the creation of space and space efficiency. It's much more abstract. So you're not no longer just talking how is it a, a wise machine. You're talking about the brilliance of the, the creator of this machine. See the difference? Which is a whole different type of discussion. You're no longer just talking how wise he was in his investment here. You come to say, what kind of personality does this artist have that he could have created such a beautiful machine? So now you're focusing on the, on the divine power to create it. That still you could say is Kreich And then Kreich you have to come to is where you come to a point where you realize... I'm just trying to find ACS for it. I'm sure you can. Uh, when you're talking about how do you um, abstract it even from Yedis Achiyuv, there's no Achiyuv anymore here. You come to say, if Atmos could have created such, let's say, a hexagon, or created a bird with such um, type of aerodynamics, and he himself is not any of that. You come to realize that there's a type of infinity within it all. You know? Yeah. So it's almost like a different infinity from every piece of wisdom and experience you have. You have a different type of infinity. I don't have the right words. I need need to think about it. But this is the challenge is how to find the right words. Let's say chesed. Chesed is a good example. You see someone who's a real bal chesed. Yes, there was a fabreng. I was hearing stories like that. I couldn't believe it. Yoske Mochkin. Unbelievable, Mr. Snafish. Another Jew. You know, there's, there's a whole story. And they, all the, they, had, they knew all the Muslims. They knew the people that turned them in. And they still showed chesed to them. You know, you know tremendous Mr. Snafish. So you, learn, you see people who, in the harshest circumstances, not only not hurt somebody, but they, the extent they went to love another person. So it gives you a, a perception of what chesed could be like, you know. 
we talk about the Rebbe, you see the Rebbe's dedication. So, you, so it gives you, the Sifri says, to make God beloved. That by seeing, you know, that you see somebody behave that way, wow, what kind of, uh, what kind of God it must be. If that's chesed that we can do, unbelievable chesed. So if you climb the ladder, you first come to understand divine chesed. Then you can say, this is a godly thing. Because human beings don't behave this way. Human beings are selfish creatures. At times they'll be a little tolerant. It took a person, mamish mysterious nefesh. You know, things that are tremendous, unbelievable stories. What's the story with the coat? You saw that woman on the... Yeah, but for far, but there's even farther stories, unbelievable stories. Yeah. So the point I want to make of all of this is that when you see you see tremendous misunderstandings of human beings, you know this comes down to because they're divine. There's a divine force, so it teaches you about the divine. So in the beginning, you first see, okay, if this is a chesed a human being could do, what kind of chesed could God do? But then you come to realize that God is not bound by chesed. And you come to an awesomeness of something that's yeah, through shlila. I'm saying this is the real Aveda. That's why I said these things you can't understand really, just pure logic. It's giving you a, a taste, and then you have to be able to abstract and figure out, you know, the, this is what we meditate on. How beyond the divine is, that the, the, how beyond of the beyond he is to be able to create something that is of such such type of so you have the positive understanding of it which you're in awe of but then you come to a point that's not even that he's not even bound by that so but the key thing is to really see that like say in chesed you see differently that saying than in gvura for example gvura also teaches you hein hein gvuraisov like you know one of the things he says in the Tanya which is unbelievable that the concealment of God in this world teaches you about God's power to conceal so if you think about it, it's a God's power again. But now it's right; it's a different role. But that road, the shlila. But you see, here's the beauty: the shlila, the ideas of shlila of gvura, is not the ideas of shlila. You could say, you know, once you're negating uh, chesed, so you're negating everything. No, but it's not true. When you negate through chesed, you come to a different appreciation, right? Than when you negate through gvura. So right. So when you get to those points that are beyond, you yeah. I say it otherwise. I say otherwise. Why did you determine that God is more unity than diversity? That's your uh, limitation. Because for you, unity sounds more uh, nicer, right? I, I, to me, it sounds like it's, at the end of the day, it's diversity and unity all mixed in one. They're not a contradiction. Right. That's right. Yeah, but, but they remain, remain diverse. That's my point. They don't remain one. I see no reason why the world cannot always have blue, red, and green, and different sounds, and and yet we we sense the unity within them all, the harmony within diversity. We don't want to have one-celled creatures. Let's put this: we don't all want to look like you. You're beautiful, but we need diversity. I mean, if that's what you're trying to suggest. Anyway, I think, yeah, yeah, but they need, they need good examples. This I need a little so thought. The, the only problem I was having is, is, is the turnaround. By the way, I'm not... I'm, uh, the, only, the only thing I was having... I'm not, I'm not talking... I'm, das Elyon looking down. So then at this point... Like, well, where did you get the word looking down? There's no word looking down. You said it is means looking down. No, I, I said not. I said we're talking... Everything is from below right now. We're talking about what we... 
we perceived ourselves. Finally, when you get somehow get to this, you're missing. There's a chapter that begins these words that this day, which is from the top looking down, right. we also have within our looking up. Okay, that's cool. Right. That's right. maven dover Okay. Trajectory. Does the the trajectory? There's a trajectory going on here. Let's put it this way. As I said, we could have had airtight reality, and there no atzilus altogether. No revelations. We're basically inanimate stones rolling around, rolling stones rolling around this earth, uh, eating, sleeping, and once in a while say, "Hey, there must be something going on." Maybe. Maybe not. So Atzillus, first of all, creates human consciousness and awareness. The second thing is Atzillus tells us that there's a source for all of this. That this beauty here is rooted in a deeper, higher beauty. Esosphiris agnusis. And that too has levels. There's the reflection, expression of it, and there's the core of it. It's like the faculties that when you're able to think Wisdom, you realize there's unconscious wisdom, then you realize there's un- unconscious wisdom. And then you come to another level that, that's not defined even by un-unconscious. You have to say he's the un-un-un-unconscious. He's not, not wisdom, basically. So now we're already on a different level. Now you're entering into Bleakville territory. And now you're getting to have a taste of what it's like from looking from the top down. No. So in other words, a good example would be you start climbing the mountain, you know, you start climbing the mountain, you climb, climb, you start seeing, oh, there's a bigger horizon here. It's growing. At some point you come and say, one second. And you're getting a glimpse of what the person on top sees when he looks down. You're getting a glimpse even here. You come to a point where you can have such a glimpse. And then you realize, now, well, how far that glimpse goes is dependent on a lot. Like when Moshe says, when Hashem says to Moshe, no man can see me and live, that alone revealed to him something. You want to see me? You can't look. Live, look at me. Das Tachten says you can look at me because you're looking at the core essence. You're looking at limits. You want to see me, my core? You have to look a different way. You have to look not with you. You got to get rid of. Get, you cannot look with your perspective. You have to let it emerge. That's what I always say with Avram. Avram first. Avram also went through this process. First, he comp- contemplated on God through nature. Well, first he started with the process of elimination. It can't be these the idols. You know, that doesn't work. Then he came to realize the nature. Nature, okay, that's beautiful. But he realized it's not God. He realized it's God's wisdom, God's tools. Then he came to a process where he realized, what are you doing? Just stop looking. Stop being you, me, looking. And divine emerges. Things emerge. Shut down everything and, well, something emerges. And that emergence is already getting higher perspectives. And Atsilis is the key. This is the story. Okay? I, I think another way I would put it to conclude, we'll stop here because I'm not going to start it out in the next moment. That's right. I'll do the Kitzer. I just want to say one thing, then I'll do the Kitzer. I think, I think it's a beautiful way to look at it. Remember, all this is telling a story. Sipur. Well, for, this is the last chapter, by the way, about Sipur. The next chapter begins the next. So when we tell a story, you know that Chsidish Jew. Chesed tells you a story about his life. You know, Siberia, about Chesedim before him. So a lot of things you get out of this story. You know, first of all, you just, you get history. You get to know your roots. You get to know where we come from, what kind of life it was like. So there's a certain Yediyas Achiv. Then you come to realize, one second, there's a lot more here. Hey, it's a different world altogether. It's a world on the, you know, 
that, uh, that we don't really have. Right? There comes a point when you really hear a person tell a good story who knows who's really telling it from his heart, like right. he was there, where you come to almost, if you really vatli yourself, you can almost imagine what it was like through his eyes. So in other words, it's not just you hear a story, first it's a beautiful type of you know, world, a very pure world. Then you come to realize it's not my world. But then you come to be able to look from his eyes and you start seeing, wow, this man's carrying, you know, in the fiber of every being, of his being, every fiber of his being, a whole different thing. You know, Holocaust survivors. You can never see it from their eyes. But you could begin, if, you, if, you, if your yesh is not there, you just shut up and just listen. Then, yeah, you begin to realize there's a whole different reality. You know, and the Rebbe would speak, there's no question, at some point, if you really listen well, you say, a whole different reality he was talking about. It was like, the Rebbe was seeing from behind the curtain something, and you're sit, sitting here, you can't see what's behind the curtain, he's telling you. You suddenly realize, wow, there's a whole reality. So it's not just, he's sharing some wisdom, and I'm going to be smarter a little, and a little this. You stop being you, you completely lose yourself. It's like, going, it's like suddenly realizing when you read a book that you're like living 200 years ago. I don't know if you ever had this experience. A nigan can do that. You know, there are moments you can lift you to a place, no longer you. But you're experiencing it. So it ultimately really comes down to we're not, we have not mastered the art of bittle. When you're not bittle, you can't go there because you're there. So as long as I'm on the, on the tour, so you, you, you're on the tour, you know, uh, you're taking me somewhere. You've got to lose the eye and then suddenly a whole other reality emerges. I mean, there's no question about that. Song for sure can do that. A nigan for sure can transport you there. And a good story... Yeah, I mean, you're reading and you're reading, but you see right away what the first the condition is. You cannot let you. It's not like, oh wow, I'm, I, you know, I, I, like like you know they say two people never do tshuva, a writer and a speaker. I have both of those. <laughs> Why? Because every time they hear an idea, instead of saying, you know, taking it to heart, they say great material for my next speech <laughs> or for my next article. That you can't do. That, that's the, that's the problem. You can't get the eye in there. Huh? I'm waiting for Avram to do this. He's, he says too much, much bitl here. Right. It's a bitl the kid. Oh, yesterday was amazing. We sat like five o'clock and it was a beautiful. I heard such stories, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I always knew that. Yeah. Not in some sense, in someone's house. But there's a lot of people there. Yeah, there's a lot of Russians there. A lot of shluchim in Russia. Yeah. It was, uh, it was unbelievable. But I'm Dudi Farkash. Very good stuff. Kazliner. But it was only in Russia. Here they, I mean, not that they lost it. Unbelievable Jews. A Jew that would die for somebody else. Unbelievable. You can't believe what they did. I'm trying to remember. I, 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 I was so in the moment, I don't even remember the story. Because I, I didn't do it for a drasha. <laughs> so I don't even remember it now. Is that what happens when you're in the moment? You don't remember. You burn it. No, actually, that's when you do remember. I, I, I'm, 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 I mean, the details, I remember I remember with Yosuke Moshkin was unbelievable. That he... That he, he uh, he's related to him somewhat, right? I don't know how. Through Bumi, he's married to Bumi's daughter, whatever. So he said that he knew some people who actually put him away. So he sent him, he died, he passed away, but he sent him 
to give money, because these people are not always well-to-do, and said, don't tell them ever it comes from me. He gave money to people who put him away. Who came out. Right yeah. yeah. Wow. Can you imagine this? Who, who does such a thing? Okay, so that's why Jews are higher than Tater. Unbelievable. When you hear these stories, you can't believe Because people I know, you always hear the opposite. You never hear chesed has some ulterior motive. You never hear that. It's like... Unbelievable. The type of love for, for people. They told another one that was blew me away. He said they both sat. Two brothers, Yaska and Mullah Mochkin, they came out in the 60s. They already died. Mullah and Yaska. They both. I think Yaska was even more. They were like unbelievable. The Jews just by by their they, they instead of blood they just had. It's a story that happened. It didn't happen. I mean, no, it can't. It can't be even if you take off ninety percent. It's just, it's not like an embellished story. It's just either he did it or he didn't do it. That's uh, it comes down to that. Embellished. I know what embellished is. <laughs> no. Now, first of all, the, 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 the they were don't trust me. Plenty of low lives there too. It's not like everybody's. So there were, were for you that weren't. Those were the examples. Yenipal Tavir. Maisen from them. What did he say there? I have to go now. In Manhattan. Um, you hear such stories. Well, they, they, they're, they're good to hear. The problem is, yeah, but Polish people don't live it for sure not. But there are so people. Hundred percent. Well, tomorrow I'll tell you more. I have to, I have to absorb it more. I don't remember now. I mean, I just hold a bunch of them. No, I'm not a big sleeper. We sleep is for the next world. Why, why, why waste our time sleeping here? Yeah. Okay, then we won't. We won't. You should bring here Friday night till seven thirty. Wow. I love this. My, you understand, when you get so hard to love something, it's a lot easier to do it, you know? That's the key. To this, that's the secret. It's training yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, so okay? Do I look okay? Yeah. Maybe I'm never... Okay, fine. So I know how to hide it. Hey, look, first of all, when we worked on the Sikhs, I trained myself to be up nights and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what do you mean, with my eyes closed? Oh. Yeah, you're a driver, you're a driver, no? I'm not that madrig yet. A mice recover. I like that story, I like. You heard the one with the mice and recover? Yeah. That's, right. yeah, well, that's with, with La. I wasn't there, no. I saw, he I, had a perfect segue into Mashiach, and it was clear that that was the Eliyahu Nabi. Let's learn the Kitzur because we got to finish at ten thirty. Kitzur v'yesh gamit yezud das elyon. Okay, here's what he says, and, and and we also have this idea, and there's also this uh, perception, this awareness, the das elyon from the higher perspective. and it comes, and it emerges from, it results from, it's a derivative from the comprehension of the lower perspective. From this he understands that compared to Atmos, we're, we're nothing. And both are true. From the God's desire for creation, we're in existence. God wants us here. 
So the desire wants us, but from the atmos itself, it's like we're completely nullified. Same thing in the energy in the light, energy from from the from because of the tzimtzum, where subsurfs exist, and because of the dveikus, our cleaving hukala, we're like nothing. And more detail, more specifically, it's the outer dimension of energy and the inner dimension. Same thing from Eris of Das Tachten, the lower perspective comes from that because of the outer dimension of Erinsof. And the higher perspective comes because of the inner dimension of Erinsof. So these dimensions of, of Erinsof have two elements in them. One, that, that there's, a, there's room for existence. Another, that complete meaningless. In other words, this is the interface. You want a combination of both elements. That's the whole point here. The interface between Er and Keli. So there's a Das Tachnan side and there's a Das Elian side, both, both on the level of Er. So we have both. On every level you go, you have both perspectives, basically. Remember you said Biya, Gaba Atzilis. Atzilis, Gaba higher than Atzilis. Keli compared to Er. And now Er compared to Chetzein Yisair compared to Prim Yisair. And Er compared to Atzimus. So wherever you go, you have two perspectives. One that gives more room for existence and one that is more subjugated and nullified. This is the whole process, the whole thing. Atzilus tells all these stories. That's for Simpson that gives you the perspective from below. And then comes as he said. By the way, he means probably from the higher dimension near the air, also after the tzimtzum. That's what he means. That the Rechachet Sheikha creates a tzimtzum and is concealed, so we exist. Then Hadanur comes a light, and that light from the core energy that's higher than everything near the air, after the tzimtzum that we sense, also Dasal. What's Kael? So Kveid Kael, we said, remember Kveid, Kael is Kael both days. Kveid is Das Tachten. And Masapim, it tells and reveals the higher perspective. And this is how it reveals the infinite divine light. With this we understand In order for Teda, which is Yaakov, Das Elyon, which is Das Elyon, we need to separate the waste. Sorry. The Ela means that you expand, which means the Birudim, the refinements of the lower perspective, is Elgamkin based upon Avram, based upon Yitzchok, Das Tachten, the Das Elyon. This is also the two of Rams, the two times Yitzchok, Das Tachten, Das Elyon. With this we conclude Baimer 1, 26. We finish completely chapter 103, pages 198 through page 200.